Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Billy Potochnik is about to come on and teach you how to own your crap, discover your blind spots, and move into authentic love and intimacy. This dude is a light warrior helping other people shine in their greatness. So stick around. I want to say thank you for being here, for choosing to be your greatest possible self, taking one step at a time. That's how you achieve anything and any, anything and everything you set your heart, your mind, and your soul to, okay? So just keep taking one step at a time. Keep showing up, and I appreciate you being here. Next up is our iTunes review of the week. It's by SwartzB22, who says, Win. Chris inspires by encouraging everyone to become the greatest possible self so you can become all that you were created to be. SwartzB22, thank you so much for that review. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store. Leave us a review. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you. Thank you so much in advance for doing that. I'm going to introduce Billy in just a sec here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This is going to be fire. It's going to help you ignite your light and really make a big impact in the world as you become your GPS. So stick around. Let's introduce Billy. Billy helps people develop spirit-based habits and mindfulness to create the lifelong open-hearted resiliency to truly be the person that they want to be, to feel the way that they want to feel and live the life they truly want to live with freedom, joy, gratitude, and inspiration on a daily basis. As a teacher, coach, and guide, Billy has worked with thousands of people over 25 years and has helped many people move through their own pain, their suffering, and anxiety, and cultivate their own mental, physical, and spiritual growth to raise their consciousness and live healthier, more loving, connected, and meaningful lives of purpose and passion. This is the work that Billy enjoys and focuses on in his light warrior coaching, his yoga adventure retreats, corporate speaking and wellness experiences, and yoga classes. And that's just the tip of the iceberg with this epic human being. Billy, are you ready to bring it, bro? I'm ready to bring it, man. Those are big shoes to fill, though. Uh, (laughs) Off screen. Matt was great, man. Dude, dude, we're we're just we're on fire all day long, man. I know, I know, we are gonna rock the house too and and bring it. So let's dive right in, Billy. Yeah. The theme today is using crises to fuel creation, man. What does that mean for you? Well, you know, in today's in today's climate, using crisis to fuel fuel creation. I mean, it's right there in front of us to see. I mean, we're we're you know, some of us are in full quarantine or a partial quarantine. You know, we're spending a lot of time spending a lot more time at home. Businesses have shut down. And so in, in many ways, I mean, oh, man, the impact is huge, right? Our, the fra- fragility of our systems, we're seeing that, right? Like, man, capitalism is kind of just an idea, right? You know? And so all these, uh, you know, everybody's just at home. All of a sudden, we're like, I got time to do all this stuff. 
that I've been putting on forever. I got time to spend with all the people that I love. And so it's really, um, in in all of this, it's really an opportunity for togetherness. So we get to really, not only are we reminded that we're all one and we're all connected and every single, every single place on earth is affected by this. Yes. But, but, you know, we get to really work together with our family, with the people that we love and, and just kind of hunker down and, and, and dig in with each other. And, and it's, it's probably not all going to be pretty. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know I mean? Right, dude. But it's, but it's so necessary. And um, we got time to do a lot of things, like I said, that we've, that we put off because we're just so busy doing stuff. Yeah. You know? And you know what yeah. you said there about it's probably not going to be pretty. I, I love that you said that because what came to my mind is like, hey, sometimes it takes being willing to look at the ugly, at the shadow, at the pain, at the suffering, at the bullshit that we've put up with in our life to really, you know, to break through, to create, create a new reality. We get to confront that, welcome that, love that, give, give real presence and attention and space and grace to that, to, to create a new reality, man. Perfectly said. I mean, that's exactly it. I mean, it, it is, uh, it's like everything in life. You know, it's easy to say on paper. It's easy to say, uh, on a cerebral level, like, Oh, that's, you know, this is a great opportunity to make change. You know, and it's it's great to be uncomfortable like this, but to really embody that, to oh, really yeah. bring that into our body, and to practice that, it's a whole different deal. You know, it's it's like the idea of something, and then the practice of something. You know, we can talk about love, but then the practice of love. We can talk about being grateful, but then the practice of being grateful. Mm. It's you know, and that's that's a struggle for all of us. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Con- constant and, journey. Yeah. And I I want to want to create the um, the archetype of light warrior and what that person embodies, right? Rather than just being a concept, like that is an embodiment to be that. And and I think a lot of people out there are, are talking about concepts, but I know you're really embodying that light warrior and sharing that with others to, to embody that in their life, in their business, in their relationships. Tell us a little bit more about that, man. Well, I'm doing my best. You know, I, I got my moments of, <laughs> I got we my all moments. Do. Right we all do, myself. man. Exactly. So I'm doing my best. But really a light warrior, kind of the idea of uh, living with open-hearted resilience. You know, like so much of, like in our culture, so much is about, oftentimes, you know, the people that you have, have on are, are, are very broad-minded, broad-hearted people. But, you know, our culture is kind of like win at all costs. It's a zero-sum game. Mm-hmm. It, we have a, a habit of com- compartmentalizing and, and, and being in black and white space instead of so much of our life is shades of gray. So being able to move through our life and be able to feel all of life, you know, not to not to just not feel the things that are inconvenient. I mean, obviously, it's a we want to sweep certain things under the rug, right? We want to um, we don't want to feel everything, but to be able to move through our lives and feel what we're feeling, and still be resilient enough and open-hearted enough to to rise above, to to do something with our lives that's important, to find our purpose, to find our meaning, to find our inspiration, not just that goal that's way down the road. You know, that mm-hmm. glittering ocean and the beautiful sunset, you know, but the, but every day waking up in the nitty gritty of our lives to be inspired. You know, my 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 a good buddy of mine wrote this beautiful blog about you know, chopping wood and carrying water. And I just I just it was just a great blog. But I just love that idea, that metaphor. And it's an ancient. It's a pretty old metaphor. But most yeah. of our life really is doing the chopping the wood and and carrying the water. And And how do we find inspiration in our life every day? in the, the mundane, mundane the quote unquote the mundane you know mm. every moment's not gonna be magical but if we're present um life just seems more textured more mm. romantic more magical 
uh, the world seems like a, a more beautiful place. And even a crisis like the one we're in right now, um, we can find the meaning and the purpose in it. And not only that, we can find the humanity in it mm. as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I love what you said there as well about the mundane, because yeah. I, I think um, through labeling, we have such power. We have such power to label things, to identify things, to create identities for our, yeah. ourselves, right? Like light water. Yeah. That's a that's a freaking powerful identity, right? Like I, I and, think so. <laughs> and and there's also the the non-resistance of like the not not trying to fight something other than light warrior, right? Because I think that can be a mode that people get into when they say, "Oh, well, um, unhappiness, right? Light warriors aren't unhappy, right? Like, oh, well, what, what, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like like you know, to, to be it's that honesty and that truth, you know, like. Um, uh, and it's something that I've had to work on sometimes in, in, in my life, you know, like maybe seeing uh, not sadness so much as maybe unhappiness or not being upbeat as a sign of weakness. Right. And so, you know, we grow, we get better. You know, you right. learn these things, you step, step into your more subtle self, your more your softer self, and you find power in those things. But not um, running away from that. Like mm -hmm. some days, in all honesty, are going to feel like a big pile of poop. You know what I mean? And and that's just the way it is. And and it doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. Mm. But just being able to be honest with how you're kind of feeling right now and then and then move on. And and you know, and just that's the way it goes. You know, that's that's the way it goes sometimes. Now, here's the thing. You might we might say that and that might be how we feel, but here's mm. where we got to be careful. Mm. Because our thoughts are what create our feelings. You know, and our feelings create our behavior, yep. and we're on that cycle now. And a lot of times here's the thing it's important how we feel but our feelings are based on thoughts that aren't even true so then there's the rub it's like well i'm feeling like this well why are you feeling like that well because this isn't this well wait a sec that most of that stuff's not even true they're just fears they're stories that you're running and so even though we have a feeling yes sure that's important but what is it really based on sometimes so all this talk about well i've got to just respect my feelings well you know what your feelings are completely based on inaccurate, inaccurate thoughts right now. So, so what are the thoughts behind these feelings? Because mm -hmm. there's a good chance they're inaccurate. They're based on fear. They're based on scarcity. So maybe we need to go back to the thought. Let the thought go. Now, what are you feeling? Yeah, and you that's know? that's what I think people need the most. A lot of people, me included, I, I've I've needed and wanted and been craving for my my life, and especially this kind of like awakening journey when I consciously am, am intending myself to awaken and um, to ascend, to transcend, like whatever limitations, whatever past paradigms and beliefs that were keeping me stuck, is I was hungry for. Um, someone to like be a conscious mirror for me to to be there to help me see when I am like operating out of that place out of that state and I think that's something that's such a beautiful time today is is for people to see hey am I operating out of fear or am I actually tapped into my intuition and like my higher self and this this beautiful guidance system that we're all equipped with like a lot of people, I think, um, are mistaking the two for each other. I think especially millennials who are like really entitled and stuff. It's like, hey, well, you know, I'm not supposed to feel uncomfortable, right? And when it's really like, well, there's part of just life, even when you're leading from your source and your your intuition, that can be uncomfortable because you're experiencing new things. And I think that's a, a big challenge for a lot of people, man. I, I agree with you. And it's funny what you said about the millennials, because I would say, you know, it's our fault. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'm yeah. an answer, you know, yeah. and, I, and when we're guilty because we've kind of created in some ways helicopter parenting, yeah. and so the worst, the biggest disservice we've done with our children many times is raising our children mm -hmm. to to 
to seem like everything's always got to be okay. Mm. That we always got to be happy. Instead of telling our children, you know, sometimes you're going to feel sad. Sometimes things aren't going to work out. Sometimes you're going to lose. Mm. And guess what? It's okay. Life goes on. Yep. You know, and that's all part of life. And it's okay to be unhappy. And it's okay to even be depressed sometimes. Mm. And it's, but, but we can ask for help. We can, we're here for each other. We live in such an individualized society that we value individualization over everything else. It's mm. killing us. It's killing our relationships. It's killing our society. Needing somebody else is like a sign of weakness. It's mm. almost like needing somebody else's codependency, but it's not codependency. We've needed someone since the moment we were born. You know, and so we need each other. We all need each other and we all need love. And people can say, oh, I can do it myself. I did it myself. You can do it yourself. But you know, that's all, that's all BS because the person that says they did it all themselves doesn't recognize all the people that believed in them and helped them along the way. They've forgotten. It's like they forgot where they came from. Along the way, somebody somewhere believed in them, mm. even if it wasn't from their home. But somebody believed in them. Someone planted something. Maybe it's a yeah. passage they read in a book. Somewhere along the way, they were connected to another human being that, that, that gave them the inspiration, that, that lit the fire. Mm. You know, And so we're never alone. But we want to act like to, to be strong, we have to be alone or whatever else. Mm. And it's just really, it's, it's, it's a... It's, it's kind of propaganda that we tell ourselves. And yeah. um, that's, that's, a, that's a tough one, you know, and, uh, you know, I don't know. Billy, I want to dive into your journey, but you just keep talking about like such great things. Like we're just riffing on this thing. Thanks, um, what you were saying about like being individualistic, like our society, um, I think that that disconnects us from, from God, right? From like yeah. infinite sources. Like when we say I did it alone, it's almost like we're cutting off that connection of like, we are all connected. It cuts off the source of, uh, Hey, God, God or universe or source creator, whatever has been guiding me all along. Like, look at this beautiful divine miracle that is life. Right. And to, to appreciate it, to see the beauty, to, to like have the richness in life for those people. And a lot of people have been conditioned to say, like, I did this on my own or whatever, what kind of Western individualistic, um, acquiring mentality that's been implemented. It's like, man, let's get back to our roots, back to our source, back to love, dude. Man. I love how you said that, Chris. I mean, I don't even know what to say from that, but that was beautiful, man. <laughs> but like, it's really true. It, it, you know, it's it's an overused word, but it's it's like you know, I'm about to use a, a word that we use a lot, and and uh, and even Matt used it at the end of his end of his thing. But but it doesn't take away the value. Uh, namaste. You know, the light in me worships not the light in you. The God in me worships not the God in you. It's like that great disconnection, the illusion of our separateness, forgetting that that stranger is ourself. You know what I mean? And and it's so funny how we want to be so individual, but then we'll walk around saying things like Namaste. It's like, well, you know what that means, right? Like seeing that God in your wife, you know, seeing that God in your husband, in your children, in your friend. Mm -hmm. Not only that, here's the thing, seeing it in you, you know, right now in the person walking down the street, you know, because every single person's got this amazing, incredible story of heartbreak and loss and grieving and sadness and, and celebration and overcoming and victory. Like everybody's got these things and it's like we forget. If I don't know their name, who are they to me? I, was, I, told, my, I, I told my son, you know, no, he didn't want to hear it, but I'm just like, everybody I see is my friend, man. The way I see it, everybody I see, because it makes fun of me because everywhere we go, it's like I'm talking to somebody or I know somebody or whatever, you know? And, and it's like, well, everybody I see is my friend until they prove different. But even then, they're still your friend, you know? It just might not be the right time or whatever. And so that, that connection and, you know, you're, you're, the migrant crisis is still happening. But remember that, remember that photo um, 
oh God, man, it just, it's even hard to talk about. But remember that photo uh, on the, on the beach where that little boy was washed up on the beach? Do you remember that? I didn't see that. Just trying to search for a better life. And he's, you know, obviously he was washed up on the beach in that photo. And it was, everybody in the world saw that photo. And how a photo like that, right now, it's a tragic thing. A little life, beautiful little life is lost. A boy's hopes and dreams or a child's hopes and dreams are dashed. But that photo, just, you know, things like that connect us. And that's why we don't want to wash away the things that we don't want to see. Because it's those things that tune us into our connectedness. Like, that's my child. You know, that's my child too, you know, what, cause that's somebody's. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know, so that and we're all connected in that way. And so those are the kind of things that can really wake us up. It's like a meditation on our own mortality. Those things we don't yes. want to think about. It. Yes. It's scary. It's the unknown, but those are the things that really wake us up yeah. to, to man. Okay. This time is precious. My children are precious. This life is mm -hmm. precious. Everybody's children are precious. Nice. Everybody's precious. You know, every relationship is special. Those kind of things, you know? So, man, yeah. I feel it. I feel it, Billy. Dude, let's go back in your journey, get our audience sure. connected with what's, what's it been like teaching, teaching these principles, yoga over the last 25 years, dude. Tell, tell us more, man. Where did it, where did it begin? How did it begin? Man, it, it's not been pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, it's it's been amazing, and 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 it's and like I said, it really hasn't been pretty. It's been full of ups and downs, and um, in in every way. But you know, it, even the downs are okay too, because you know you always kind of have that belief in yourself that your life is on the path that it's meant to be. And you know, I, I was I'm kind of naturally a free spirit, and so things like structure and and systems. Yep. I used to avoid those things like plague. Sure. I used to avoid plans too. I didn't want to make plans. I never wanted to make plans <laughs> in my younger years. Oh, plans! The plans felt like claustrophobic to me. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. I just kind of, and you know, really, you know, not bad ways to be to really enjoy life, to be in the moment, blah blah blah. But what you find are sometimes your greatest strengths also turn out to be your greatest weaknesses too. Mm. And so that's the universe kind of telling me, like, hey, hey, hey wake up. Like, mm. this might be who you are, but who are you really? To What we need to be are constantly evolving people, uh, brave enough to grow, brave enough to change, know what to throw, figuring out what to throw away and what to yeah. keep in our lives. Yeah. You know, because certain things are great, but they just need retuning. They mm. need cultivating, you know, because our whole lives are, uh, uh, you know, really a cultivation process. You yeah. know, like, you know, what, what can I do with what I have, with what I am, with mm. my strengths, you know? and my blind spots, you know, yep. what, what are my, and so along the way, you know, recognizing those blind spots. And I think the, from my journey, sometimes I probably ran away from my blind spots. Sure. And, yeah. and, you know, and that's, that's, that, that's funny. When you do something like that, they will come back and haunt you. Mm. They're, mm. they're not gonna, they're not gonna let you off the hook. They, it's, it's, that's the universe saying, all right, you, you think you won this little battle, mm. you know, but you can run, but you can't hide because I'm right. coming back for you. Right. And it's like that, that, that can create um, temporary relief, right? But not actually dealing with the root of it. And then it ends up causing more like pain or, or like a scar, so to speak. When I, I'm thinking about like an image of a scar, like it's going to come back and it's going to hurt more. And now we're going to have a bigger scar so that we finally learn the lesson and can, can remember that moving forward that, hey, like you, you tried to pretend like this wasn't real and it came back and it bit you in the butt. And here's yeah. the evidence to prove it and to keep reminding you that you don't like try to run 
run from what is in those blind spots and you, you like really stand for, for like welcoming that, loving that, confronting it, whatever it takes to like get through that lesson. Yeah. Tending to our garden, t pulling mm. the weed out by the roots yeah. as, as it happens instead of waiting. Ah, I'll get it later. Well, Oof. you're going to forget about it. And you know what? It's something's going to distract you and it's going to come back. And next thing you know, where have all the flowers gone? You know what I mean? Mm. So it's, it's a, it, it really is that constant, that, that not running away and not, not feeling we're so protective, you know, like we, we you know, we're not open sometimes to, to those messages that shine a light on ourselves that are, isn't so pretty, you know, holding up that mirror. When we get that mirror held up for us, man, we want to run away sometimes, you know, Dude. but it's really a gift that we can be thankful for and say, Oh my God, like, wow. And, and then, and, and here's the thing, just because you have the courage to look in the mirror, you're still not off the hook. Mm. Now, now you're peeling the layers away. Now you have to peel those layers away and you're like, oh my gosh, how many layers, <laughs> how many layers are here? Like, oh my goodness, you know, like, and you're just peeling those layers away. But that right there, that exploration is really one of the joys in life too, because you can do this stuff without hating yourself. But that's, mm. that's hard to do because at first you're going to beat yourself up. But how do you do this stuff? and make it a learning process, an exploration, a, a journey of curiosity, instead of just another excuse to feel sorry for ourselves, because it's tempting to do that. And that invitation will always be there. Time to beat yourself up, time to feel sorry for yourself, and wallow in your self-pity, uh, or run away, or whatever it is, or you're never good enough, or whatever mm -hmm. else. But see, that's just a distraction. Mm. It's an escape mechanism to not work with the real stuff, and to not get down to business. And like, oh man, this is it. This is this is it. I'm in the corner. I got nowhere else to go. Dude. So, and that's a beautiful thing. It's very liberating. So, and, yeah. and as you were, as you were saying that, I was like, oh my gosh, this, this lesson of, for me, it's like, I, I always felt like I needed someone outside of me to come yeah. and like rescue me or save me. Right. And, and for a couple of years, like I see the pattern, like I thought I was I had broken through that. I was like sharing about it. Like I had broken through it. Yet I look back on my life and I say, wait a second. No, I was still being dependent on someone energetically. And I just wasn't willing to confront that. And like the, I see the consequences of like being dependent on that person who may not have yeah. been in like the healthiest uh, relationship together, right? Like what, what we were, who we were being and becoming because of that relationship. So dude, I just, I super appreciate that, man. That was a, like a big aha for me as far as my nature of being at sometimes codependent on people to make me feel good or, or feel like I'm enough. Well, and there's that, and there's that fine line, right? Between needing somebody to complete yourself mm. or needing somebody because we just need each other. Yeah. You know, that's that difference between, you know, true, true, you know, you know, true mutuality, yeah. you know, this, this, this concept of mutuality compared to, um, uh, codependency. And they're two completely different things. You know, mutuality allows us each mm. to grow in these relationships and grow separately, but also really, really importantly, growing together, you know what I mean? And nurturing this, th what the relationship in principle is, Yeah. you know, like the relationship between each other, uh, nurturing that on principle just yeah. that actual relationship you know so those things and all of our relationships you know our our, our, our marriages our our love you know all our love relationships our kids our friends you know? yeah and what when you were saying that i was like 
okay, so I have this beautiful relationship with Petya, my girlfriend, really. Yeah, and I'm like, right. man, she's so amazing. And like the fear crept in saying, well, what if I become dependent on her? Am I, am I already depending on her? Is that a blind spot that I, I haven't seen? You know, it's like, hold on. <laughs> like, yeah, right, wait, right. A, wait a second, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so. I, I think those are really healthy questions because you're asking them and that is the, the inquisitive mind, you know, the, the, the mind that's uh, being reflective and, and self-reflective and introspective and everything else. But we read so many, we read so many self-help books, quote unquote, self-help books and personal growth books. Um, and it's just interesting because none of us are going at it alone. Mm. It's really kind of interesting. And, and you know, it's, they're important. That's not what I'm, I'm not saying they're not, but we need to be read more books on how to how to bring our how to work on our relationships because that's where we fail. Yeah. Yeah. Is in relationship that's where we let people down. That's that's you know I, I can let myself down, but when I let my wife down or when I let my kids down, Oof. that's and that's a problem. And that's and that's what happens. We let each other down sometimes. Well, because why? Because hey, I mean we're in uncharted territory. Yep. Here. You know what I mean? Yep. So. These these things are really important to for us to embrace instead of run away from and act like it makes us weak. It's not weakness at all. It's strength. You know, we make each other stronger. We're there. We should be there to support each other. Like you're supporting me right now. You know, and I'm supporting you. Yeah, I love it, Billy. This is this is beautiful. I want to talk about your specific flavor of of like light warrior. When did that? Like, like, or what was the cause of that to em- emerge for you as like something that you stand for, that you're a champion of? Like, why light warrior? Well, like I said, it's, it, it is that concept of resilience. There's always light and we are made of light and we, we don't just give the light, we receive the light. And mm-hmm. so, and seeing that light in everybody else, that's a great place to start, right? Yeah. If I'm looking at somebody, first thing I'm seeing is the good in them and assuming the best. Mm-hmm. That's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, a, that's better than hello. Yep. That's better than how are you doing? So, you know, that that concept comes from the actual idea that we are all light and we need to see that light in each other. But, you know, where the the motivation came from was probably the immediate motivation was I was managing a yoga program at this beautiful health club in, you know, the heart of Denver. I mean, just really a beautiful, like four story glittering health club. And it was uh, uh we had this amazing yoga program, just a fantastic yoga community that we built with fancy, with great teachers that we built over 10 years. And I was managing that program and we we're doing so many cool things and creative things. And what I, what I realized, you know, that it since went under, you know, it didn't make it after 10 years, it didn't make it, which is kind of a shame. And it displaced a lot of people. And I left before that, but one of the things I realized with that kind of job and being in the profession I'm in, I mean, this is not the easiest profession. You know, people say, I was on another podcast a while ago, they say, hey, what is the advice you have for somebody that really wants to get into the health and wellness business? I'm like, don't quit your day job. No. You know, because no. it's hard. <laughs> it's, you know, if you've got something that you're getting paid well in and you might not even love it, but you're getting paid well and you can provide for your family and all your loved ones, you need to stick with that and then do this on the side until it's going to, pay off for you. My path was a little bit different and I've I've taken a lot of hits along the way, but it's also been all worth it. But I realized that that job, you know, having that steady income was kind of an illusion of success, you know, and my wife held the mirror in a very loving way, but a very real way. That's how she is. is. She's this beautiful, strong woman. And she held it up and it's like, you know, 
she, like you're, you've been selling yourself short. Like this is actually holding you back. And she set up for a while, you know, near the end there. And then, you know, after that stuff, I'm a little slow getting stuff, you know, <laughs> <laughs> always been a late bloomer, you know? And so I um, realized that I was like, you, you know, playing it small and, and, and it holds you back because these places, someone like me um, that does what I do for a living is never going to necessarily get paid what I'm worth in a, in a situation like that, when other people are controlling your destiny. Mm. And so the way to get paid what I'm worth, to be able to create a living and serve, mm. to be able to, you know, you know, it's not easy, but to be able to create a, a, a life and serve people and get paid to do it, you, you need to step out there and, and create it yourself. Yeah. And after so many years of, you know, it took, it took a while to see that after so many years of just kind of, uh, doing what I was doing, it was time to bring it to that next level. And Light Warrior Coaching was kind of this cathartic uh, event to do that. Instead of selling myself self short and kind of playing small and um, that illusion of su success because it was, it's just stability. And sometimes stability is a real kind of like, it's nice, especially in these times, right? These times we'd all do for a little stability. So, <laughs> yes. um, But at the same time, it really is, it can really hold you back. And it was holding me back because it, it wasn't it, it it wasn't providing me with that peace I needed to step into the many different languages of love and and providing and providing more security and everything else. So, wow! Oh, yeah, Dude, this yeah. is this is powerful. I want to talk about when you go work with like corporations and do their like wellness programs and bring yoga there. Like, what what is that like? And what do you what are you going there to to transform with people? Well, you know, the corporations are, are really a lot of fun. Uh, it's a different it's a different environment than working with people one-on-one, -on -one, but in, in a way, kind of like working with people one-on-one -on -one or small groups, it's, every corporation is a little bit different. Like, I don't really have any cookie-cutter things I do. I got some similarities, uh, but depending on what they want, what they need. But the corporation, work, working with the corporation and in that environment is a lot of fun because, you know, what's interesting, Chris, is um, – I'll, I'll have people, you know, when yoga students, and they might be a CEO of a company, and that's really common. You know, you mm. have the yoga center owner come. I want you to come in and speak to my people or whatever else. I love, I love your message, blah blah blah. And and, and they'll it'll sometimes say to me, no, no, but just don't don't come in looking like a corporate guy. Just just come in like you like you like you normally are. Just come in like that. You know, they they want to shake things up a little yes. bit. They want to yes. they want to ruffle the feathers of the people. That, that work there a little bit because they, they want a little bit of a wake up call, yep. you know, because our, our, you know, these environments can be become a little stale sometimes. And, yep. and we've kind of forget uh, what we're doing and we're kind of checking out. We're kind of on cruise control and everything else. So I got to come in there and teach some breathing, teach some meditation. Sometimes if the space is right, we do some, some yoga postures and, um, uh, talk about concepts like kind of like we're doing right now, but talk about, you know, the, the power of waking up with gratitude every day. I mean, that's mm. one we hear about all the time, but really waking up and being thankful for your life and being able to see all the love in your life through new eyes yeah. is a very important thing to see your kids through new eyes every day, your, your wife through new eyes every day, your dogs even through new eyes every day and appreciate instead of um, think about what you don't have. Mm. Think about all that you do have. Yeah. How do you, how do you actually do that? Like embody that gratitude and seeing things through those new eyes? Well, a lot of it, I think, is, um, and, and we talk about this a lot in our Light Warrior Coach, a lot of it is is it, it getting into your heart and into your belly. Mm. 
And, and we can do that with breath and meditation, but that's only a piece of it too. It's like doing things that inspire you, doing things that make you feel connected uh, to humanity. You know, the arts are a huge, huge source of expression. You know, I always tell my, my clients, I, read more fiction, read great novels, read the great authors, because those are the real stories. And sometimes these, most of the time, these stories have a better way of getting to the truth than truth does. Wow. You know, the, the, the circuitous route to the yeah. truth and 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 with the beautiful prose to go with it because we learn so much through them and that's a under undervalued in our overly ambitious self-help self-growth uh, society that we live in you know yeah and so wait i think movement's a big thing you know getting getting your body moving dancing listening mm -hmm. to music uh singing with music it doesn't matter if you sing well or not yeah. um telling people you love them telling people how you feel about them uh, a loving touch, you know, uh, that's important. How we, how, how we touch people, how we talk to them, um, uh, writing, if you're a musician playing music, you know, whatever it may be, bang, banging on a drum. I mean, maybe that's all you know how to play. I mean, that's pretty much the extent of it for me. Um, and just really feeling, getting into your place of feeling, because that's where all this inspiration comes from. That's where all the most beautiful paintings come from. Mm -hmm. It comes from places of inspiration where you're connected to spirit, where you're connected to that source, you know, where the clock, where time doesn't even exist, mm -hmm. you know. And so those, those, are big, those are big things. Learning new things are, is also a good one, like le maybe learning a new language or um, challenging yourself to... And be like, well, what is this language going to do for you? It doesn't matter if, it, if there's a bottom line to this. Mm. Everything's not a bottom line. Right. Everything's not a result. It's the intrinsic value of learning, right. you know? And that's how we cultivate that light in us every single day. That's how we live an inspired life. And not only that, that's how we become more interesting. Yep. <laughs> you know? yep. and, and how we can take more interest in other people as well. Because our life now has many different layers. Everything's Dimensions. not about like goals. What's in it for me? The, all this goals, 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 goals. Mm. But we need that too. Like yep. in my life, there's times when I've had things back. You got to got to zero in and you got to make things happen too. Mm. But then you also have to, Hey, I'm going to do something here that might not even affect my bottom line at all. Right. You know, because right. there's a value to this that feeds my soul. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, what, guitar, what is, what yeah. is the intuition telling us, right? Like what is, what is inspiring for us to go after? Like, Hey, what, what is, it's like listening to that voice, that little voice. Well, yeah. I, I want to go read this fiction book. Why? I don't know. I can't, can't justify it with any goal or any practical, logical reason, but like learning to listen to that is like where we'll find that magic, where we'll find that juice in life that will lead us to unexpected destinations, inspiration, different dimensions of who we are so that we we're more fulfilled, man. Oh, totally, man. I mean, you know, it's, it's it, what, what, there doesn't have to be. I mean, what if the biggest goal is I've never read Toni Morrison before and mm. I've heard she's a great author. I want to read a Toni Morrison book. I want to read Beloved. I want to read Sula. You know, that's it. There doesn't have to be anything else to, more to it. You know, that's <laughs> it. Like, whoa, what's, because I want to read it. I want to feel it. I want to mm. feel the words. I want to I want to know more deeply what it feels like to be a human being. And that's that's it. I want to feel more human. I want to know about this human condition because we all got it. We all got one condition, and it's the human condition. Yeah. And so I want to I want to learn more about it. I want to feel it more, and that can ignite my life. And the funny thing is, is when we do that, it can help our bottom line. It can mm. make us more productive in business, in our jobs, in our careers, um, in in what we're trying to create in our lives. Yeah. You know, not losing sight of that. Yeah. Well, it's, all, it's almost like starting with 
what lights us up and what sounds like fun, what's inspiring, rather than a, a goal or a deadline or something specific and measurable. It's like yeah. in, a, in a circuitous way, in a roundabout way, you end up hitting those goals anyways, just because you're like following where that wherever that flow is of life. And it's like, to, to have the, the goal, the deadline, dream beeline, you know, yeah. that's great. And then it's like set set that and then be willing to flow with whatever life gives you. Well, and that's that's a that's a great point, Chris. And and here's the thing for me though. See, I'm so e- that's so easy for me. That part yeah. is so natural for me, and that's what I'm good at talking about and teaching. So my thing is stepping into that other side. Mm. Not the other side, as in we got two different sides here, but stepping into that place of you know staying, being focused, zeroing in, you know, actually, you know, having the courage to set some goals and to hit those goals. Yep. You know, so for me, you know, again, we our blind spots are everywhere. Someone else might be like, you know, my blind spots like being spontaneous or mm. being romantic or whatever. I need to really work on that. I got everything. It seems like I I feel good about those other things, but I I, I struggle with the more of the, those abstract concepts or whatever else. Like, okay, so, so you've recognized your blind spots. So now you get to work on those things. And for me, some of my blind spots were stepping into these uh, other sides of things. You know what sure. I mean? These, you know, actually getting, getting directed, getting focused, you know, mm. stuff like that. And so, you know, that's, we're all, we're all different in that. What is, what, I'm curious, what does yoga teach you about um, masculine and feminine? What have, you, what have you learned as far as yoga and those two energies? Well, that's that's a great one, and that's that's a that's a really fun one to talk about too. I was I was taking a walk with my friend today at social distancing, of course, and uh, we're, we were talking about that. And uh, you know, I got to exp- you know explain explain sounds kind of pretentious because it's not that. It's just you know, masculine feminine energy doesn't really have anything to do with our gender, right? And I think that's what people say. Like, what do you mean? Like, well, being able to okay, so if you see our hands, like this would be masculine energy, right? Penetrating. Feminine energy receiving, yep. right? Feminine energy seems like maybe on the surface seems like in our society, especially seems to be maybe seems weaker. But the feminine energy actually is is even more empowering and strong because mm-hmm. the courage to receive, the courage to receive and give up control, right? Yeah. To to nurture, to um, to meet somebody where they are. Mm-hmm. The masculine energy, the linear, more linear minded, going forward. Like I said, staying focused. You know, kicking some kicking some ass. Yep. You know, making things happen, yep. making the phone calls, making the meetings, getting things going, getting mm-hmm. the money coming in, paying the bills, dropping the kids off. But so much of our life is spent out of balance because we're in that that masculine energy. Doesn't matter if you're a man or woman, you're, we're out of balance because we're yep. in that masculine energy all the time. Yep. And so shifting into that feminine energy mm-hmm. is a is a hard thing to is to do sometimes. And so a lot of times, encouraging people to just ah, it's time to receive, give up control, especially during these times when we realize. That we don't have control. Mm. We realize the mm. fragility, of, fragility of, our, of all of our systems and capitalism and, and everything else. And we're going through right now such a crisis that no war could even put upon us, right? right. Like yeah. this is beyond, you know, what any war could do to us. And, and here's mm. where we are. We realize, oh my gosh, we don't have control. So what are you going to do? Our, you know, and so our, our life is kind of this dance of masculine and feminine energy, like spiraling through life, knowing learning how to fine tune our ability to receive and to penetrate, right? To project ourselves out into the world and to receive the lessons, to be receptive and open. And so that's, that's the dance, right? It's this 
kind of cool thing. And sometimes they're happening at the same time, but I mm. can't do that with my hands. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yeah. what is the link between that and physical? I know yoga is not only the physical postures, but right, I know right. that's a big part of it. Um, sure. Tell us more about that. Well, um, gosh, yoga, uh, an experience on a yoga mat is probably a perfect, it, it's probably the, the perfect time where we're doing both. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it is really that dance, the masculine and, and the feminine, right? Because mm-hmm. you really have to have that, have the fire. you got to have that sun energy and you have to have that moon energy. Mm-hmm. And you have to have it, it almost in that simultaneously. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be open to receiving and you have to have the courage to really go for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have to know kind of like, wait a sec, now I'm really going for it. And I'm kind of getting away from from this and this, and I'm now I'm up here. Now I got to back away, come back down into here again, because you know I'm out of balance. You know I'm on the mat. I'm thinking about how good I am at this, or how how much I suck at this, and you know that right there is getting away from. Ah, oh, get back to the breath. Let it be. And so once we say let it be, just receive. There's that. Oh, that's a very powerful feminine energy. Like let it be. Just let it be. Let it sit. You know what I mean? Ah. But now we got to have the courage now to go into this next posture. It's like, okay, get a little fire going. We got to go for it, but not too much. Mm-hmm. You know, can't can't just think that way because then all of a sudden we get caught up again on, ah, how am I doing? How am I doing? Where's the approval? Am I doing all right? Am I enough? Am I worthy? Kind of thing. And so it's always that dance of some shades of masculine and feminine. You know, this mm-hmm. is a kind of simplistic way. Yeah, I, no, I, I like it's that. Kind of nice visual. Yeah, I like it. Nice and I, I hear, I hear it's super important in those postures and poses. Poses, it's like not being attached to either either energy, right? The masculine of pushing, or the feminine of just like, all right, I'm going to be a blob on the on the mat, right? Like that's right. <laughs> it's only receptive. Yeah. It's like yeah. both, and and bringing that synergy into both, and like. It's interesting because I've never now I've never even seen it like this, man. So I appreciate like just the wisdom and the the um, energy like explanation of of yoga because I I just went because I was like I know it's good for my body I know it's good for stretching sure. and I know like spiritually mind body spirit it's it's great but like seeing these components now I can ask myself hey is my mind being distracted am I being super in my thoughts and like you know thinking about that or am I trying to push myself trying to be ego trying to get that approval you know different things like that. Or am I like really loving myself in this pose and receiving the benefits of this pose and to know, hey, like, where's the energy of my life too? Like, where do I see this energy of like, you know, thinking, comparing, you know, for for some people, they might be like looking at their neighbor and saying, oh, that person's good looking or whatever it might be. It's like that, that is like being distracted and not even being present, man. So it's like bringing these concepts here is, this is powerful, Billy. Oh, good. Well, I, you know, it's, it really is that like, like on the mat too, I always say the postures are just metaphors. You know, the postures, I don't even get too caught up in it. It's just all that really is, is for me, this, the yoga is a template. It's a template to practice life with. And it's a good one because it's, it's, we're moving our bodies, we're breathing and we, you kind of, you know, you get a, you get a weave in the Dharma, whatever that Dharma is. And so it's just a, a great template for life. And so the yoga is just kind of a vehicle. Like, yeah, if you, who cares about the posture? I mean, don't hurt yourself. You know, do the best you can. But, I mean, let's let's get away from the posture because once you start focusing too much on that stuff, mm-hmm. again, we get into the mind of this concrete thinking, the two dimensions mm-hmm. of, like, right and wrong. And am I doing this right? right? Am, I, am I good enough at this? And mm-hmm. we don't want to be in the two dimensions. We want to be down in the three and four dimensions where we have space and we have time, mm-hmm. where we feel like we always have enough space 
and we have enough time. It's that, you know, three and four dimensions and beyond. Einstein talked about, you know, this guy Guru Singh out there talks about this stuff so articulately. It's just beautiful how he describes it. And it really is that. Though being out of the two dimensions, being in the three and four dimensions where we can appreciate one another. So like you said, you see that neighbor next to you on the mat. We don't need to practice like they're not there, mm. but you get to work on seeing them through loving eyes as well, assuming mm. the best in them, because we never know the story that they showed up with, you know? And you never know. You never Trust me when I say you never know what somebody's coming into that studio with. They're coming into your life with and what they're holding and what they're carrying and what they just went through. You, you just never know. And it's really, who it, it'll, it'll, it'll ground you really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and I would say, for the idealist, um, I, like the person who's talking about concepts, but maybe not be living them. Like I think a lot of yoga teachers have great intentions, right? And they sure. they talk about concepts and they want to do their best, but then like the embodiment of those principles that shows up when you have that compassion for someone who you know might be like breathing super heavy or sweating or grunting or you know yeah. like whatever or just not doing the postures or being a pain in the butt in your class whatever it might yeah. be you know it's like i think that's that's where you get to actually learn to live those principles which i'm sure you've you've like really developed that capacity to hold space for people like however they are and and really love them man i i do i do my best and that is always the lesson right you always you always have those opportunities to um, be understanding and to be patient and not in a way that is a, there's no hierarchy mm. and that's the thing this is not you know this is not old school ancient yoga this is you know I don't really see it as a hierarchy in class I'm just the one guiding us through you know and so you you keep somebody that's over on the corner doing their own thing you know you get that a lot especially with other yoga teachers they just do their own thing it's like oh, oh whatever I <laughs> You, you just you, know? you just need to be in the energy. Go oh, for yeah. it. <laughs> Go ahead. Need to stand on your your head. That's cool. You know. And so whatever it is, and you know, it's all like, you know. And I've had people say, "Doesn't that make you mad?" And I was like, honestly, like, really, like, I don't really care. Like, because I don't really have time to worry about that. You know, it's like mm -hmm. we're all together. You know, everybody's doing their own thing, and we all get an opportunity to embrace each other for for what you are right now. Like the biggest gift that you can give sometimes is showing up as yourself. Yeah. And and again, back to like the very beginning of our conversation, it's not always going to be pretty or it's not always, maybe a better way is it's not always going to be so palatable to everybody. Mm. And, and sometimes we're not all going to be palatable to everybody and that's okay. Mm. And mm. we get a chance to love you anyway. You know, we get a yep. chance to practice these wow. concepts, like you said, and embody them. Mm. And you see it happen all the time. I mean, the people, you just see it. I learned so much from just other people, conversations and the way, the way they are. And the way they handle something, and it's such a beautiful thing, you know. And um, that's where so much of the, the the stuff comes from, you know. You're just like, man, you know, wow. Everybody's so, pretty inspiring. So yeah. good, man. So you're you're transforming lives in the yoga room, uh, in the in the studio. I want to talk about transforming lives more on a conversational basis with coaching and um, helping people become that light warrior in their own lives. Like, what 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 kind of transformations do do people? can people create when they really step into that light warrior when working with you, man? I think, you know, I think uh, a lot of times what, what grabs people is that, you know, they, I, I'm usually getting people that are kind of already on a spiritual path. I get a lot of people that have yoga in their life already, but very successful people. Like the people I work with usually are, are business owners, people that are successful in their life where they've, you know, created, you know, created pretty amazing things in their life already. So at least that's, that's pretty much w w what I work with. No better, no worse, but just, and so, it's mostly the people that kind of need something else. 
They need something more like in themselves. Like they're in, they either feel like they're in a rut, you know, they, they lack, they're lacking inspiration every day. Sometimes it's just more tools to, to practice every day so they can be a better version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the underlying theme with all of us is it seems like is somewhere, some, somewhere we can always break the facade of, of, of enoughness. It just mm. seems like all of us struggle with this idea that we're worthy and we're enough. I mean, mm. we can self-love and everything else, but sometimes at some level, that seems to be a struggle for everybody. It's like, ah, I'm worthy. And so stepping in that place of worthiness and helping you really step into your power, whether it be through your business, the work you want to do philanthropically in the world, um, in your relationship, a lot of people that might be struggling in relationship, just connecting. It's because it's always our stuff. Mm. You know, we can, I, we can blame each other. But in relationship, it's always us. And, and, and that's really the, uh, uh, the biggest thing is how we bump into each other in a relationship and, and blame it on the other person. But it's really ourselves. You know, it's always bumping into ourselves. We, it's that great illusion. I'm bumping into you, but I'm really bumping into myself. Yeah. You know, because there's something in me that's keeping me from where, where I want to be, where we could be, or whatever else. And I've got to figure this out. And so um, peeling away those layers, people that are uh, a lot of brave people, people that aren't afraid to do the, the nitty gritty work, mm-hmm. you know, again, mm-hmm. to peel those layers away and to, mm-hmm. and to see what we find. I give people writing assignments, a lot of writing assignments and reading and obviously the meditations and the breathing, the things to do every day um, to, to kind of find out what's going on, what makes them tick, what's working, what's not working. And it's just, it's, it's usually pretty, you know, Pretty deep dives, you know, mm-hmm. pretty deep dives where, where, where we go to and figuring this stuff out, um, how to get more intimate in our relationships and in our life, yeah. because we like to keep people where we want to keep them yeah. because we're scared a lot yeah. of times. We're, we're scared of getting hurt. We're scared of being abandoned. We're scared of um, things not going our way. We're scared of um, things falling apart, whatever it may be. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's in all this stuff. Um, people that want to uh, really... live a life with more purpose and meaning, you know, live a life with more of a, maybe a spiritual foundation, not a dogmatic foundation, but just more of a spiritual foundation, a connection, finding that, that, that light in them and, and, and truly being that light warrior, being able to really feel all of life and have the resilience to expand with it instead of contract from it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I think there's a lot of gritty um, people who are successful executives, CEOs, uh, high performance yeah. entrepreneurs, things like that. There, they have that determination, and I think what they're looking for, like you said, is that kind of um, finally feeling feeling at peace, finally feeling yeah. like they they can be enough. I'm curious, like, what do you feel it is about your presence and how you are there with them, how you coach them, that really um, makes like creates that for them or helps them co-create that, helps them see their blind spots, love themselves authentically. Nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, you know, honestly, there's some truth to that. I, I think, mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is, is, is I, I, I can see the gifts in people mm-hmm. and I can see the, I, I can see people through a, a favorable, favorable eyes and yeah. uh, seeing that what's special in people and uh, you know even if they're little quirks or whatever just seeing what's special in people and just loving people i think the biggest thing for me is um 
just, you know, I, I just, I really do enjoy people and I, and I love to help them. And, um, but it, it, even that, I don't, I, I don't even see myself as helping. All I'm doing is reminding mm. and, and trying to bring my gifts to ignite their gifts and try to receive the gifts from them as well, because we all, yeah, everything is an interaction. You know, yeah. even if I'm like seen as in this certain situation, maybe I'm the, the coach or the teacher or whatever, everything, there's so much interaction that's happening energetically and and you know with our communication and everything else there's there's it's so mutual and so really just being able to hold that space for people and be very provocative i can be very provocative and say some things sometimes that are, you know don't sometimes they don't go over that well right. <laughs> so right. you know but being very provocative but at the same time also um really listening yeah. and um yeah you know just helping people to really help themselves i remember um back when i was in the business world years ago i was in financial services and go to these rah 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 meetings and conventions and stuff and but you got some good nuggets there man you, oh, yeah. you got really good nuggets at oh, those yeah. things and one of them i never forgot is people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care mm. and i just love that one because i always remember that one i was like i think that that's so true it's like so many people are you know, they don't want to do this until they learn this and this, and then they get this training in or do this in, or they know this and this, and then they don't want to, you know, their life will be great when they have this amount of money or when they have this kind of house, when they drive this kind of car. It's like, you know, you just have to, the first thing you have to do is care about people mm. and and to, to really see people as an asset in this world, not as a liability. You know, there's, there's, we get, we're reminded of all of the people in this world. There are liabilities everywhere, right? They're, they're around there for us to see, but most people are good people. And just being able to see that in, in, in each person and, and to know that they're an asset and that we've come into contact for a reason and it may be brief and it may be long-term, but you know, that just seeing that in people and caring about them is, is a huge thing. And that sounds real simple, but that part is you have to care first. Otherwise, whatever, you know, it doesn't really matter. Because you don't, they don't know that you care. They don't trust. You know, so. This is this is gold. I, I want to begin to wrap this up, Billy, with sure. a special request for you. I don't, I don't think I've ever asked anybody this. I want oh, you to tune God. in to your higher self, highest self, source, yeah. God, universe, whichever you choose, um, and really bring home this interview with that highest level of of wisdom, of love, of contribution for our audience today? Well, you know, in our lives, uh, everything is really about love. And uh, what we have to remember is there is no pride in it. And when we are defending and we are protecting, we are putting up a wall between love and intimacy in all of our relationships. And being brave enough to step into um, what haunts us, to confront our demons and to look our demons in the eyes. And instead of running or even fighting, sometimes just saying thank you and demystifying our demons. I think that's one of the most important things we can do in our lives is to keep exploring and to be curious and to be interested, not just interesting, but to be interested in others and in life and this journey in an existential way as well. And to know that even when we find our purpose, that we are still deepening the, our purpose in life and finding our meaning and expanding our meaning in life. And these are all such important concepts, this constant evolution, this constant overcoming, this constant deepening of our understanding. 
of each other, of ourselves. And that is the joy. That's the dance. That's the fun. That's the playfulness. Mm -hmm. And these things uh, are all the things that contribute to making us uh, human beings that are comfortable every day in our skin and waking up and feeling lucky to be alive and feeling lucky to be loved and to have the opportunity to also love. And that is what I would say. Yeah. I fully receive. We fully receive it. We let it land. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Billy, let's let these epic human beings know how they can stay connected with you. What are the next steps that they can take? How can they contact you and, and get involved in your coaching if they want, want to find out more about that, man? Well, this, they just need to open up their door and they have to scream really loud and I'll come running. No. <laughs> like Superman landing on their doorstep. <laughs> no, just, you know, the best way is go to my website, billy.yoga, no.com, just billy.yoga. And you can go to the Meet Billy page. And the Meet Billy page, they'll see a video kind of how the inspiration behind why I created Light Warrior Coaching. They'll see all the things I do there. They can click on a tab there and they can schedule a call with me Sweet. Um, through Acuity. They can also just email me. If that, you're not comfortable with that, you can just email billy at billy.yoga as well. Uh, and, um, you know, follow me on I Instagram on Billy Yoga Worldwide and on Facebook. You can go to my Billy Yoga page or just Billy Patochnik. Either way. Yeah. Dude. You're a champion. You're a light warrior. Thank you so much for being here, Billy. Thanks Thank for you. all you're doing, Chris. I really appreciate the opportunity. It's been great talking with you, man. Dude, I had a freaking blast. I swear, like I, that, in that beginning, like 15 minutes deep, I'm like, man, we gotta, we gotta get to like your journey, I, man. Yeah, We're just I quiet. Hope you get to someday, man. I really do. I hope our paths cross again very, very soon. Definitely, brother. Massive yeah. love for you, man. Massive Likewise. Thank See you, you soon, man. See you later. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart. Thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, Head over to BeYourGPS.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>